Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to a special episode of That Sounds Fun. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. First of all, how much did y'all love Mike Kelsey hosting this week? If you have not listened to the Monday and Thursday episodes, go do that today. Make that part of your weekend. They are such good shows. And I hope you saw or read that we are doing an Advent series here on That Sounds Fun. It'll start on November 27th. Go all the way to Christmas Eve. Episodes almost every day, you guys. We're going to do like 10-minute devotional episodes every weekday of Advent. It is going to be so fun. We've never done anything like this, and we are so excited to celebrate Advent with you in a brand new way. There's a lot of other stuff included. We've built out a whole experience for you and for your kids. Things like videos of every devotional, if you'd rather watch than listen, an Advent series guidebook that you can print out that will help you walk through the whole season, some journaling prompts, scriptures. It's beautiful. Beautiful. You're going to love it. An advent calendar, a liturgical calendar, stuff for mini BFFs, and a Facebook group that is just for our friends who are studying and experiencing and observing Advent together. You can get access to all of that at AnnieFDowns.com slash Advent. So make sure you head over there and check that out. We are really, really excited about it. Today on the show, You guys, we have never done anything like this, and this may be one of my new favorite episodes we've ever done. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friend, Jeff Pardo. Now, you may not know him, but you've heard us mention his name before, and you definitely know his work. He's a native of Chicago and a Nashvillian via Belmont University, but he's been part of the Nashville music community since 2000 as a touring musician, a Grammy-nominated songwriter, and a producer. In the past year, he's had multiple number ones on Billboard, including In Jesus' Name by our sweet friend Katie Nicole and Yes He Can by my adoptive siblings in the band Kane. His songs have been featured on Country and CCM and movie trailers and TV spots like American Idol and Station 19. He is everywhere, you guys. He has songs with a gazillion of our favorite artists, Torin, Lady A, Mandisa, Matthew West, Zach Williams, Ben Rector. I mean, we could go on and on and on. He has written and worked with just about all of our favorite that sounds fun, artist friends. He's ridiculously talented, and he and his wife are ridiculously good friends to me. So here's what we wanted to do with Jeff with the Dove Awards taking place here in Nashville last week. Okay, get this. Jeff was nominated for nine Dove Awards in six different categories. Yes, that means he was nominated more than once in some of the same categories. And of Everyone nominated for Dove Awards, you guys. Jeff Pardo had the most nominations of everyone you know in Christian music. He had the most nominations this year. So here's what we decided to do, and I thought this was so brave and so cool of him. He popped into the studio before and after the Dove Awards to talk about how he felt and what he was processing before the night of the award show and how he felt after the results were in. No, I'm not going to spoil that now if you don't already know, because you get to hear me find out live on the episode as well. So literally, I don't know which awards 
if any, that Jeff won until we are sitting in the studio and hit record. Y'all, this is awesome. So here's my first part of the conversation with my friend, Jeff Pardo. Jeff Pardo, welcome to That Sounds Fun. It's good to be here. Dude, you are the name. It is so funny because we talk about you constantly on the show. <laughs> Have you ever heard this? <laughs> from Ann and from Katie. Well, and yes, from you. Yes, yeah, this yes. is, that's, which is crazy. To me. I mean, you're kind of the name that everybody's like, they keep they keep name dropping Jeff Pardo. Right. So welcome, welcome. This is a very fun episode. I want to tell everybody today is October 12th. Yes. The Dove Awards are on Wednesday, October 19th. When do they get televised? Are they immediate or are we not allowed I think to it's, tell? No, I think it's the Friday. I, I think it's I think it's Tuesday. They film them Tuesday. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. And they then, film them Tuesday. Yes. That's right. And That's then right. it's the next Friday it's aired. So oh, oh, yeah, all the all the information is like hush, hush until Friday. Until Friday. Okay. Yeah. That's good for us to remember that we can't. I don't think we're releasing it before that, but let me look and make sure. Yeah. Not till the end of the month. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're recording this part the week before the Dove Awards. Yes. How many Dove Awards are you nominated for? I'm nominated for nine Dove nine Awards. Nine Dove Awards. How, who has more nominations this year than you? I knew you were going to ask that, and it's going to make <laughs> me get all red in the face, which is good. It's a podcast. People can't see it. Uh, I'm, it's, I'm nominated for the most Dove Awards of the year. Jeff, you are nominated for more Dove Awards than anyone else. It's, it's true. That is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but and yet you're not anyone people have seen on stage in a long time. Yeah. They have seen you on stage. They just didn't know it. Right. They haven't seen you on stage in a long time. Yep. They haven't gone to a Jeff Pardo show. Correct. So what? will you talk a little bit about what you do? What is yeah. your job in Christian music? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a songwriter and record producer. So I work with all the artists. Uh, well, not, I shouldn't say all the artists, but... I mean, a, but kind a, of. <laughs> well, a, a lot of artists in our community kind of helping them write songs, helping them make records. I've said for a couple of years that I, I'm someone who can help make arrows that someone else can shoot. Like my calling oh, in my... Wow. My calling in my life, in my professional life, has never been like the front of the stage. It's always been the back. Yeah. It's always been the supporter of the person who has the platform and has that gift of really connecting, you know, face to face with people. And I think I'm, I've also said for a long time, I'm a professional helper, right? So wow. back when I was on the road, it was playing keyboards for people, helping music direct, helping an artist feel comfortable live, like that everything behind them was going to be taken care of and going well so they could connect. And now in this stage of my career, it's about helping artists write the songs that they want to write that can connect with the audience that they want to connect with. And then in, in some cases, helping them make those records. So That's I played- a brilliant explanation. So I, yeah, I mean, I played on the road for a long time. My first uh, gig right out of college was with this swing band called Den- uh-uh. Denver and the Mile High Orchestra. Oh my which gosh, was, yeah. And it was right out of the, I, I went to college from 2000 to 2004 at Belmont. Yeah. And so, did you come here to do music? I did, okay. yeah. And so, and I actually, mean, we've been friends for 15 years and I do not know this answer. Yeah, no, that's good. That's that's why, that's, that's why this is that's beautiful. That's why podcasts are great, yeah. yeah. I, I came here to do music and, and really came down thinking that I wanted to be an artist. Like yeah. that's actually kind of a, a, a good part of my story, I yeah. think, is coming here thinking I was going to do something. And when I was at Belmont, it was really interesting to see my friends react to me as the helper, uh-huh. where I, I just started getting involved, like in the studio and writing songs with friends. And and you know, Belmont's such a musical community that there's that's in the DNA of yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. And when I would be in the role that's closest to what I do now, my friends were like, "Man, you're really good at this. Will you come play on my showcase? Will you come in the studio with me? Will you help me write a song?" And when it was Jeff the artist, it was always like. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Like there wasn't a whole lot of interest in that. Yeah. But coming from Chicago where I grew up, that's what I I mean, I grew up listening to Michael W. Smith, Stephen Chris Chapman, Billy Joel. Like being an artist was what I wanted to do. Yeah. And when I got here, I remember my junior year of college, I really kind of had to put that down because I was starting like Denver had called, yeah. uh, which is Denver, by the way, is the singer's name. Yes, Everybody yes, yes. gets that, you know, like, oh, is it from city. Denver? Yeah. It's a singer. But I, I really felt, I mean, that was a Lord led thing. It really wow. was like, you need to put down the dream you thought you had in order to follow me into something that you don't totally understand yet. Oh, my yet, gosh, Jeff. You know? And I, I think in some ways, I can look at my career now and go back to that junior year of college and go, I don't think it would look like this if I hadn't made that decision at that point. Wow. 
So anyway, wanted to come down that here and be an artist, found that wasn't my path, and now I toured for a long time. I played with Matthew West on the road for a long time. Was he after Denver? After Denver, yeah. Okay. So I played with Matthew for five years, and then I've been off the road making records full-time for eight years. Yeah. Um, but Matthew was the five years before that. Wow. Yep. I had no idea. I mean, that is, what a story for all of us in our lives that... You pursue one thing and God goes, what if we turn to the left? Yeah. And you turn to the left and 15 years later. Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> find, insane, Jeff. find what I was actually being made to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my vision, it wasn't totally off. Uh-huh. It was like, I felt like, wow, I've been given this musical gift and this seems to be affirmed by community. Yeah. But the way I thought I was going to express it was different. And yeah. I think that's true. That's true for anything, not just art related careers. Right. That's I mean, just those little pivots yes. that end up being the path. Yes. You know? Gosh, that's good. That's really good. So you've been off the road for eight years. Eight years, yes. But you also taught me, we have to say this. Yes, we do. The number one tip I, anyone has ever taught me about the road. Because you've talked about this on this podcast Yes, before. I will shout this from the rooftops. This is the most important. So tell us, what is your number one tip to anybody who is on the road? When you come home. Yes. Especially if you travel a lot and you're in and out a lot. When you come home, unpack your suitcase right away. Right away. Put your things away. Put all your bathroom stuff away because you will feel like you're at home and you Even won't feel like you're traveling all the two time. Two days. It, just, put, just do it and you yep. will feel normal. It yep. is the best thing I did when I was on the road when it comes to all the travel stuff. Yes. And it you, has changed and you've my adopted life. it. Oh yes. my gosh, it changed my life because now every single time I all the way unpack, even if it has been, even if I'm home for two days. So right yes. now I'm home for four. Yep. And it would have been really easy to leave a suitcase on the floor. And I've done it before. Sure. And I can't, actually in this moment, I can't confirm there's not a suitcase on my floor. But most times it is, I, the second I get home, dirty clothes in the dirty clothes basket. Yes. Clean clothes put away. Unpack my Preach, makeup bag. Preach, my friend. That's the one that can really get me is just leave your makeup backpack. No, no, no. Unpack your uh, makeup bag. Just- Unpack because, the whole thing. Because you're home. You're not in between. Yes. You're home. Yes. You know? That's exactly right. Helps. It helped my mind a lot. Yes, that's exactly right. And you and your wife, I met you because you started dating my friend. Yes, I did. And <laughs> and you married her, which I'm thrilled about. And I married And y'all had friend. kids together. Yes. And that makes me very happy. But you know, you also inspire me because you know the winky face story. Do you know I, how proud she is? I don't know the winky so face Marissa story. So Marissa and I shared an office at the time. Yes. And did. y'all started by DMing. We did. Yeah, well, oh, okay. Right? Okay, I met her. So a friend of mine, a guy named Andy Hunt, who yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. invited me to a dinner that he just kind of randomly invited me. I met Marissa there. And so- Were you like, hello? Like I, right away? I was, there was definitely a thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like a little bit of energy that was like, oh, Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I at that time, yeah, so it was Twitter. Yeah. Right. And so <gasps> it was Twitter. It was that's Twitter. right. Because we've been married for ten years, so we're talking well, ten and a half years, so yeah. eleven and a half years ago. This yeah. Happened. So it's Twitter. So I, I, the DM thing had come up in conversation that night. I don't remember right. what the context was, but then I sent her a message on Twitter, asked yeah. if she wanted to go out the next night. Yes, you did. Which is where you entered the story. <laughs> Because she was, oh, I think y'all, didn't y'all joke around first? Wasn't there like a DM, DM, and then you asked her out? Yeah, yes. Okay, yes, that's right. So yeah. it was it was during dinner, I think we sent DMs back and forth, yes. which related to the it's conversation. Great. I don't remember what it was. And she used a winky face. That's right. And she was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I mean, the next day at work, she was like, I put a winky face in our DM. We were like, oh, here we go. Yes. Or you did a winky, one of y'all no, did a no, winky no, no, face. No, 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 that's she right, did. that's right. She yeah, did. and then you asked her out for the next night. We were like, winky faces work. I can't, I cannot tell you how uh, strategic I am with winky faces that, be- listen. in my DMs because of Marissa Pardo. There you go. That is. It, yes, be careful. <laughs> it, <laughs> that's right. Be careful, be ready. Be ready. That moves things. That's if right. If it's going to move, a winky face moves it. Okay, so- Dove Awards. Yes. You've been nominated before? I have been nominated before. Yep. Okay. My first one that I, I got was for uh, a song called When Mercy Found Me that I wrote with a guy named Rhett Walker yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years so ago, you won that one or Did got not nominated. win. Nope. Okay. Nope. I, nope. I've, I've been a multiple time Dove loser. Same. I'm a K-Love loser. That's right. So, you, so you've never won 
one. This this could be the I've first never year. Won. This is why I'm so thankful you're doing this, Jeff, because I think this will be so interesting for our friends listening. They probably already heard this in some form or fashion, but we're talking today and then we're going to talk again right after the day after yes. the Doves. And you are nominated for nine and we're going to see what happens and really talk about it. Yeah, totally. And so, but as of right now, you've been nominated multiple times, but you have not won. Have not won. Does it mean anything to win to you? Does it not mean anything? Does it, as in like in your soul? I know it means something career-wise, so let's talk about both. Okay, so I think anybody who says it doesn't mean anything to win is lying. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, Of course, like, but I'll I'll caveat that with this. I think it's a bigger deal, at least for me, in, in my satisfaction and that that feeling of like soulfulness that's yeah. connected to my work yeah to, it, it's a big it really is a bigger deal to be nominated because I think there's something about a community of people that is acknowledging a group of work and going like out of all the songs that fit into this category this particular year here are the five that people voted on that go we think these are the best expression who of, votes on doves it's so Industry? it's the gospel yes yeah, the gospel okay. music association got it basically. okay okay and so I think being acknowledged in a community of people that I that are my friends yeah. and my peers that I really respect and really like. Yeah. That's the bigger thing. And I think that's the bigger affirmation. What I would say is the bigger affirmation of my gifts and my calling. Yeah. Is that. Got it. Um, but uh, but I just don't believe anybody who's like, yeah, but I don't care about winning. It's like, right. of course I want to win things right. because right. I'm a human being, and like that's... this is we want to win things. <laughs> yeah, like, why right. do I why do I get mad when the Bears are playing bad? bad? Yeah. it's like I want the Bears to win. I want yes. the Cubs to win. Yes. Like like I, you know. But I'll say what like win or lose. I do think the bigger thing is, man, the, like one of your songs m- meant something to the bigger community yeah. and they acknowledge that that's 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 encouraging for me to go i think this is a good path for my life and i think i should keep doing this work yeah hey friends just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners operation christmas child operation christmas child is a project of the christian international relief organization samaritan's purse and it is the world's largest christmas project of its kind their mission is to demonstrate god's love in a tangible way to children in need around the world and to share the good news of jesus christ since 1993 operation christmas child has collected and delivered more than 198 million you guys 198 million gift filled shoeboxes to children in over 170 countries and territories. The gifts are delivered through local churches, which I know we love, and every shoebox gift is an opportunity to share with the children how much Jesus loves them. This year, Operation Christmas Child is hoping to collect enough shoebox gifts to reach an additional 11 million kids. Will you join Operation Christmas Child this season by packing shoebox gifts or building shoebox gifts online? It's brilliant the way they have the site set up so you can fill a box virtually. This is how I'm going to do it. Anyone can pack a shoebox, individuals, families, churches, students, and friend groups. And when you do, you're becoming a tangible part of the story of these kids' lives as you show them love and help introduce them to the gospel. And packing a shoebox is a great way to teach the many BFFs in our lives about thankfulness and living generously. National Collection Week is November 14 through 21, and you can drop off your shoeboxes at nearly 5,000 drop-off locations. Part of this milestone year, as Operation Christmas Child expects to collect and celebrate its 200 millionth gift-filled shoebox since it all started in 1993. But that's only possible through the help of friends like you. So visit SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC to learn how to pack a shoebox or build one online. Again, that's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. Professionally, like yes. say you say you're a school teacher. When you get your specialist or your master's, immediately your pay goes up. Right. So is a thing like winning an award of any kind change what you could charge? Does it change? Do you get more work? You don't have time for more work. Well, I, I think here uh, it's funny. A friend of mine asked me that last week who works in advertising, and I told him I was like, I don't know. I, it it doesn't hurt. Sure, 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 sure. You know, I I don't know if I'd point to winning something and going like, oh, this was where a transition happened to more things. But I think think in front of a community of people that are my artistic, creative community that are the people that I – I 
work with and that employ yes. me. And yes. I certainly think it doesn't hurt. Yes. You know? You're nominated a couple of times. We're going to run through these nominations real quick. Song of the Year, which everyone who gets nominated for Song of the Year is the people who wrote the song. Yes. You're nominated twice in that category. I am. I am. Jeff. It's true. So you're nominated for Come What May and the artist who's the artist. We are messengers. Oh, gosh. How great is he? Old Darren Mulligan. I love Darren. I'm He's dying wonderful. to have him on here. I met him once. Darren, come do this. Come Serious. do the podcast. He, I met him one time in a green room and he said very nice things. I said nice things about his work. We were, we were friends automatically. And then he said, and I think the Lord wants me to tell you something and brought a word. Yeah, that's that's That that's dude Darren. is charismatic and, and prophetic and I yes. love it. And then nominated for My Jesus, which is yep. the Ann Wilson song. Ann Wilson. Pop Contemporary Recorded Song of the Year. So does the artist win that one or the writer? Any so the writers, yeah, and all the song stuff is is writers. Yep. Got it. So okay. the artist, if the artist is a writer, then they're gonna win. Got it, got as it. Well. So you're nominated <laughs> twice in that category as well. In Jesus' name with our friend Katie Nicole, my Jesus with Ann Wilson. Yep. Inspirational recorded song of the year with Franny, Francesca mm-hmm. Battistelli, God is good. Bluegrass Country Roots recorded song of the year with oh it's the Ann Wilson song with Hillary yeah yeah, yeah the Hillary that's sings a beautiful on. song me and Matthew and Ann wrote that together yeah and pop contemporary album of the year which is My Jesus with yes. Ann Wilson so if Ann w- if y'all win that one everyone will walk up yes. Ann will probably accept it but you'll get a dub yeah so basically the people who get an award for album of the year is the 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 artist and then the producers yeah oh um, and that's you yes and then i, I was a so you're nominated twice in that court category as well because <laughs> you're nominated yes. with Anne and with kane who with i kane. adore i'm dying to be the fourth member of the kane family oh man i yes. love them so much we wore matching shirts when they were in the studio i was that was literally gonna ask you if yes. you wore matching yes, yes we wore matching so yes. for their album rise up so in three categories you're nominated you're double nominated and then the one i have not mentioned yet producer of the year yeah. that is just jeff pardo uh, you're the, that your name is by yourself on that one yeah so yeah that acknowledges different different record producers kind of in you know um in our business and yeah. so i'm one of the five nominated this year which is which is really encouraging and i'm really grateful for that's unbelievable yep is there when i'm looking at this i think there's a hierarchy of which ones i want you to win <laughs> is there a hierarchy in your heart of which ones you win no i but i'll say this i think this could be maybe encouraging to the listeners of this. I think the one that might mean the most to me and and whether I win or not is producer of the year. Yeah. And that's because for a long time in my career, like I think my produ- the producer side of me lagged behind the writer side of me. And I was told along the way that I wasn't a good enough producer. Like I, it wasn't good enough yet. The work wasn't good oh, enough yet. Wow. Like the song is good, but we're gonna have a different producer produce it. And, and producing means putting all the instruments together. Instruments, vocals. It's like the. So they the, take all the pieces. Yes. It's like the, equi- it. the equivalent in film world is like the director of a film, which okay. is sometimes easier for people to understand. But yes. the, the person who's kind of in charge of the creative vision for that record. Like, what so is it the chef like? who finds the restaurant or the chef or the chef who founds the restaurant? Or is it the chef who's actually working in the kitchen? The chef who's actually working in the kitchen. Got it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Which is sometimes the same. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. But I think. If there's anything like looking back, and I, I turned 40 this year too, so it's, yeah. all, it's like a naturally reflective year, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think looking back, like the one thing better than music, but but like the one of the things I think I've done well in my career is just persevere. Yeah. And I think I went from someone who was not a good enough producer, and I see that now. And at the time that was just hurtful and discouraging, and I didn't, like I didn't understand why. And I just kind of kept working at it. Yeah. And along the way, there were some people that gave me opportunities. And, oh, this song sounds great. This song went on the radio. Jeff produced this. And I think the story became Jeff's a, a really good record producer, not mm. just a good writer who's like an okay producer. Mm. And I think – so anyway, that's – I think that why that's maybe why that one means the most yeah, to me. Yeah, of course. Because it's just this, this affirmation of – um, kind of like the slow, bl- bumpy climb and keeping after something. Um, yes. And I think that's, you know, that's certainly not just true for record production. Yeah. That's true for anything. Yeah. I mean, you've had, beautiful. like, we've talked about that too. Like, that's been sort of your story. And I yeah. think that's something you we share. You just keep going. You yeah. just keep going. <laughs> you just keep you going. Know? Yeah. That's beautiful, Jeff. Oh, I'm so nervous. Um, <laughs> I just want you to win nine. I, I mean, everyone listening, I just can't imagine how everyone's feeling going, oh my gosh, they're about to know in like minutes how many you want and you and I wait a week yes oh my gosh and, it, and, and you know what I mean uh, 
when I told Marissa the day the nominations came out and I told her this, she it, it, it's just, she's the most wonderful woman. She said to me, that's amazing. I hope you don't lose all nine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's totally possible, though. All it's right. totally possible. That's why this is such a good idea. Because, right. like, you know, when part two of this kicks in, it could be like, lost all nine. And what does that feel like? And you know, Yeah. Who knows? What do you predict it feels like to lose all nine? I think there. I think that will be discouraging. Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. Just, I I don't think it will be crushing because, sure. like I said, it's the the nomination thing and just being included in a group of good things is legitimately what matters most to me. But to go, wow, we included you in all these groups, more groups than any other nominee, and you didn't win any of them. Yeah. I think yeah. that'll feel like, man, that's. That's tough. Is there a world where you, well, you can't go nine for nine because you're can't double nine nominated. Nine. The best you can do is six for nine because you're double nominated in three categories. So you could win song of the year, producer of the year, pop contemporary recorded song of the year, inspirational song of the year, bluegrass and pop mm-hmm. album. So you can win. So you can't get nine because you're double nominated, but you can right. get six. Yes. What's it going to feel like if you go six out of six categories? I think that would be really encouraging. <laughs> I think it would be, be whatever wild. the 180 of yeah. losing losing all of them yeah. would be. Yeah. Can yeah. we talk about, I think one of the amazing things you do that is really reflected in this, Jeff, is when you sat down with Katie Nicole, mm-hmm. when you sat down with that Ann Wilson, yeah. nobody knew they were going to, these songs were going to do this. Yeah, including me. Yeah. And you wrote both those songs mm-hmm. and that people know every word to and that they're singing across the world. Mm. And and they're nominated for I mean, it, it has made these young women's careers. Honestly, I would say that if they're sitting there, but I'll happily say yeah. it behind their back. I mean, you wrote songs that have given them a career. Sure, but, I would say we wrote songs that yes, have given certainly, you know. certainly. Yeah, good, well said. Why do you work with people nobody knows? Ha! Because I I've just had enough times in my career where somebody nobody knows becomes somebody people know. I mean, yeah. you know, another perfect example of this in That Sounds Fun World is Micah Tyler. Yeah. Oh, we love Micah Tyler. Yeah, I mean, his first song called Never Been a Moment yes. is a song that me and him wrote the first morning I met him. Wow. And it was the same kind of thing. Like, nobody, he had just signed his record deal. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And he became somebody who, you know, people know and whose songs are on the radio and he's a great artist he was yes. I was he was with me last week working on his next yeah. thing which I'm really excited about but I don't know I, I just believe that new voices and new stories are really important to our you know the Christian music market as a whole but just to the kingdom of God like yeah. I, I think that newness is important and I think Anne and Katie I think one of the reasons they're connecting is what their stories are and having yeah. something different to say than some other people yeah and I've, I don't know, I've always been drawn to that. Yeah. Um, helping and being a part. And I, and I love being able to be part of the ground floor with somebody. Yes. And I think it creates sometimes deeper relationships. And I'm, that's just, that's yeah, because in Anne's book, we talked about this in her episode. I mean, Anne's book, she talks about you like, this is my brother who will give me any bit of advice yeah. that I ever need. Yeah. And we've become, I think, Anne and I, and I mean, Micah and Katie, and there's a number of, like artists that have become friends in my world, that that's how that starts is yeah. that ground floor. Like I'm a new artist and, I, and I'm and i new to them. Yeah. They could yeah. have walked into the room and gone, I don't really connect with Jeff. He's not yeah. the person I want to create with. Yeah. You know? Wild. So our new artists, I just, I do not know how In Jesus' Name and My Jesus both happened with you in the room. Not that I don't know how it happened with you in the room, but... I just don't know how both those songs happen for those girls at the exact same time. You're in the room for both of them. Is there something about artists who are new that make them write more honestly before the system knows this? No, no, I don't think it's that. I think, like, uh, I mean, I, I, I really believe it's this God-given thing. Like, I think sometimes there's just ideas. Like, when great ideas meet great combinations of people. yeah. You know, I, I say to young songwriters all the time, like, there's no such thing as a wasted song. You're going to write bad songs because that's, like, songwriting is a lot like baseball, where, like, you know, if you hit three out of ten, if you have a 300 average, you, you can People end up in you. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. right. Like, that's right. You know, th- wow. there's no there's no wasted songs. You're working those muscles all the time. Yeah. And I've had numerous songs in my career where I felt like the idea literally dropped down from the Lord 
And my creative muscles were in such good shape that I was able to help the artist execute that yeah. idea and not get in the way of it. It's the wow. same thing when you're writing a book, I imagine, sure. that you just like, you realize, oh, my, my creative stuff, those muscles are in good shape and, yep. I'm, and I'm able to get something out as opposed to getting in my own way. That's right. You throw and, away a lot of words. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and so I think sometimes there's these songs that come along um, and I'd put Come On May in that category too for yeah. me. Just like something that kind of shows up. Yeah. And and the people in the room are the right people in the room, and that's the right idea, and it's the right thing at the right time. Yeah, I've been working some with Matthew on his new record recently, and that guy's as connected and honest a songwriter as I know. That's and he's exactly, been doing that's it a great forever. Point. Yes, you know, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Yeah, I, he's unbelievable. He. This may be an exaggeration. I don't care. He's like a once in a generation artist. I mean, I yeah. I don't know. I, I've learned a lot about songwriting when I was on the road with him playing yeah. playing his songs yeah. in front of people. Yeah. What are the kinds of things that an audience really connects with? And yeah. then just writing with him. I yeah. mean, I've, I've, I've learned a lot and I'm grateful to get to work with him on music. I, I see so much of how he helps other artists, how he tours, how he songwrites, how he is a part of all the behind the scenes. And the other week, I don't think I've seen you since this happened. The other week I helped him with a live stream thing and he sang live. And afterwards, I was like, I forget you have such a good voice. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I forget because I'm seeing all – I see what a businessman and what a um, creative and what a songwriter he is. I forget what an incredible artist he is. Yes, he's an incredible artist. <laughs> Until he's singing right beside you and you're like, my gosh. Oh, this is world class. Yes, oh, this yeah. is – what. that's why I'm like, oh, yeah, he's good at everything. It's yeah. unbelievable. Okay, Jeff, any final words before we know how you did? I don't think so. This is encourage. I mean, yeah, it's encouraging uh, to to be in this position. It's encouraging for you to have me on to talk about it. And, oh, it's amazing! You know, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm grateful. We'll yeah. find out. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, I want to say here before we know, I am so proud to be your friend, even if you did a job that no one ever gave you an award for. Yeah, thanks. I love how you're a husband to my friend. I love mm-hmm. how you father two of my friends. I love how you care for people in our city. I love how committed you are to your church. So there are all these things about Jeff Pardo that are award-winning mm. that you don't get nominated for. And That's so kind. I hope this goes really well, but also you're you're a winner. Yeah, thanks. So as a person. All right, friends. So that is all the conversation Jeff and I had before the Dove Awards. Now, I don't want you to do this, but you could Google or maybe you watched the show when it was live on TV and see if Jeff won and what Jeff won. But if you don't know, neither did I. And the morning after the Dove Awards at 9 a.m., Jeff sat down in the studio with me and told me how the award show went. And this is that conversation. Everyone listening, welcome back to part two. Part two. Jeff Pardo interview. Jeff, it is the morning after the Dove Awards, and I just want to be clear, I know nothing. I have worked incredibly hard to know nothing. First of all, tell me how, how, don't tell me if you won or anything, but how was it? How was the Dove Awards? Yeah. Was the performances good? Performances were good. It's good to see friends. Yeah. And I think especially in my, I always call it the chair I sit in, like- we as producer and writers are so isolated from each other yes. just because like artists are going and they'll work with me and then they'll work yes. with my friend Jonathan and then they'll work with Ben. and they'll... Yes. So it's great to um, be in a room together and just see, you know, different artists and different people that we don't yeah. get to see as a community. Yeah. That's probably the best thing about the whole deal. In, yes. In my You're opinion. It's just yeah, you just go and, you know, everybody's kind of isolated. Even even for artists, like you're on tour, you're everybody's yeah. in their own little pods. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? So it's great to be together. It's one of the reasons I love conferences is yes. three speakers are there and an artist. So yes. a couple of weeks ago, Phil Wickham and I had like a 20-minute chat That's because right. we were just at the same thing, and yes. it was awesome. And I had FOMO about last night because I was like, all my friends are all together, That's and I right. couldn't go. So, okay, here is the thing I have to know. Did you win a Dove Award? Yes. You did? You could have won six. Could have won six. How many did you win? I won three. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you won three. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you won three. Okay, how, what happens next? How do I get you to tell me what's next? Okay, there's a, so there were nine nominations. You won three. Do you want to tell me which three? Or do I want to look at the paper where you wrote it down? Or do I want to ask? I, Hey, man, 
This says that sounds fun with Annie F. Downs, not with Jeff Pardo. I, so you're you're the boss, man. Tell me the first one you won. Uh, the first one I won in the night was Inspirational Song of the Year for a song called God is Good by oh. Francesca Battistelli yes. that I wrote with her and my friend Ben Glover. Wow. Which is That's a great- the first one you won. That was the first one. And most of the awards, most of the categories that I was in were all the pre, pre-show. Like they, were, they do this like hour-long video yeah. thing and yeah. they, they reveal a lot of it. So that was great. And that's actually, there's a good little, that was a good little affirmation for that song. Cause yeah. that we, Ben and I and Franny always felt like it was a really special song yeah. and it ended up in this movie that was beautiful. And then when it went out to the radio and kind of the market at large, it, it kind of underperformed and like a lot of stations didn't get on board with yeah. it. And we all, we were kind of scratching our heads about it. Like, man, do I, yeah. maybe we just, so, and it was this like affirmation of the art of the song yeah. that people went, that's yeah. a good song. You know, so that was it was it was so was that a pre-show one or was that, that was a, pre-show and that was yep. pre-show. So yep. did you go to pre-show things? Well, the way they did it, basically, the show started. I think it was at six thirty, and at five thirty, they started rolling the pre-telecast video in the big room. Yes, in the big room Got on the screens. It. Okay. So, so me and I mean, we were all a, a lot already of us were kind of already there because uh, you know a lot of our stuff was was before the show. Yeah. So okay, so you won that. Okay, I just have to ask you, did you win producer of the year? I won producer of the year. Jeff! Oh my gosh! Unbelievable. Um, yeah, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Yeah. I love how you're tearing up, friend. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. it. I, I, I can't either. What it's did totally you nuts. do? I sat there and smiled while a lot of people turned around and clapped for me. Just oh there in my, my community of people and... Was it, it pre-show was or was it in the... It was pre-show. Yeah, it was the last award of the... Oh of the, my God. Of the pre-show, and I, I was, um, it was, it was, it was. I mean, anybody who's listening on the podcast is just like that guy doesn't know how to speak very well right now. But yeah, Producer it was really beautiful. Of the year, yeah. So everybody lost their minds. Yeah, I mean, Matthew and Anne were up there, yeah. and just just other artists and friends, and everybody was just. I, I could tell I was. You know, and my phone started blowing up. Oh, yeah, because everybody's in the room. Everybody's in the their room, mind. and it was really affirming. You know what I mean? Oh, it was really beautiful. But you didn't get to give a speech. Yeah, well, so uh, not in the thing, but but they had the people who won things for the pre-show, they had they took you backstage, and they yeah. had this little thing where for the TV broadcast, they were editing in, like, acceptance speeches oh, for the people who won. So, th- so when they broadcast it, I think, well, yeah, I mean, they'll edit in... They're going to re-air uh-huh. the pre-telecast uh-huh. with those speeches edited. Uh-huh. So that so we got to so I got to say yeah. a couple things, but oh my gosh. yeah, it was great. It was really producer cool. Producer of the year, like yeah. that's the that was the one on the list that you were the only name. Yeah, on the whole thing. Yeah, producer of the year. What did Marissa do? Oh, she just, I mean, she lost her I, mind. Well, she she pulled out her camera because she wanted to record it, and yes. I'm like, don't don't record it. <laughs> and then she just looked. She had got this quick little video. And oh, I'll I'll say this too, since Katie Nicole is a friend of the podcast. Yeah. So Katie did the the pre telecast. It was Katie and Doe Got that it. were doing doing all the awards. So I saw Katie two weeks ago. We were working on a record, and she knew. Oh my gosh, she knew then because they already she knew it? because they'd already filmed Holy it. Holy cow! And and you know, and so she was one of the first people I texted. Oh sure. Because I was like. You knew this How was happening, and she yeah. replied immediately. It was just like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." <laughs> I'm so happy for you. You know, it was anyway. It was really beautiful. I'm, I'm really grateful. Who do you remember in that moment locking eyes with? Like who? Like Matthew? Yeah, Matthew. He was yeah, cause he was sitting two rows up, and my friend Darren Mulligan yeah. was just over to my left a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and Marissa. Yeah, yeah. You know? Jeff, producer of the year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the third one was yes. in the telecast? Was in the telecast. Okay. Yep. So what did you what's the third one you won? So Anne and me and Matthew uh-huh. won for Pop Contemporary Song of the Year for My Jesus. Okay. Yeah, which was one of the last awards of the night after and Anne also won New Artist of the Year. Oh, I'm which was so beautiful. Glad. I was of course like, she did. Like I clapped and shouted more for that than I did for anything else. I mean, the GMA posted this Instagram post of a slides of all the new artists of the year doing a showcase. And I was like, Anne is in this group. Like, I was like, she's a new artist. She's a new artist. (laughs) So I'm so glad she won that. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, you won 50% of the awards you were nominated for. 
Yeah. That is insane. That is I was insane. entirely emotionally prepared to come in here and be like, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't win anything yeah. and yeah. it still would have been a good night. Yes. You know, like it's still, so yeah, I'm still, I, 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 I I'm, I'm not speaking very eloquently cause it's kind of it's like, so it's genuine. kind of like, it's so... man, I, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> it was know? 12 hours ago, dude. Right. So you it, don't it have was. to have it was 12, all the it was 12 hours ago. And you yeah. slept the majority of those. Yes, so you do I not did. have to have all the answers. Is, did you, winning for songs versus album, does it matter? No. Okay. Not great. Not for me. Yeah, not mm-hmm. to me either. Yeah. I mean, three doves in one night. I just would. The thing I'm sad I didn't see is everyone else respond to you winning. Ah, uh, yeah. Because you're just so beloved across the industry that I bet the Phil Wickham's of the world and all the you know all of our pals. I bet everybody just lost their mind when you got yeah. producer of the year. Yeah, it was cool. And and even just after the show at a little after party that I I went to, it was just you know seeing Crowder and seeing Toby both who had really kind things to say to me. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was just a really good community affirmation. Talk a little bit about the after parties. I mean, you don't, you don't have to like name drop or whatever, but that's one of the, like everybody's in town and you're supposed to go to an after party. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's what it is. It's just everybody's here. And so it's, there's, Again, it's like there's not a whole lot of opportunities where people that I work with from, a, you know, a, a record label and artists, yeah. and you're all in the same room, and that happens. And who throws them? Once touring a year. companies or different, record labels different people. The, or the, the one I went to was was thrown by uh, uh, Capital Christian Music Group, uh-huh, who's uh-huh. my publisher. And so it was a lot of capital artists and yeah. writers and label and people and managers. And did most people skip between just, multiple ones? Like I'm going to go to our, I'm going to go to my record labels and then I'm going to go to my management. I bet some people do. Yeah. And and just not me. <laughs> <laughs> we were there for maybe maybe 45 minutes or an hour, and then it was like, oh, there's a lot of people here. Where oh, was it? Was our it son's cool? going to get up oh, at yeah. 6:05? Oh, yeah. And, you know. Oh yeah. Where was the party? Was it somewhere fun? It was at the W downtown, the oh, new W yeah. hotel in yeah. their kind of rooftop. I mean, it wasn't outside, but yes, because it was negative. It was degrees. cold. We're so yeah. cold. We're we're whips. It was. You're Chicago. You're. I know, you're but like, that's not. Cold. I'm Chicago. Well, I'm Chicago, but I've lived here for 22 years, <laughs> yeah. so I'm more of a wimp than I <laughs> yeah. used to be. Yeah. Oh man, so you just walk into the Capitol party, and everybody's like, "Freaking Jeff Bardo for this yeah. year." Yeah, it was cool. I mean, just sitting there with with my publisher, my friend Carrie, who has been such a supporter for a long time and Brad who runs the label and I, I don't know it, you know again I mean I, I just feel affirmed is the word I keep thinking yes. about just affirmation yeah from my community who I respect and, and who's full of really talented people who I yes. get to collaborate with yes so it was it was a beautiful night so what we discussed days ago that our friends heard minutes ago is you said you talked a little bit about how it would affect your work going forward yeah whether you win or lose now that you're on the winning side of some of these, do you predict it affecting your work differently than you thought? I don't know. I mean, like I like said, anybody slip you like card? I said minutes ago for our <laughs> friends listening. No, I think it's just it doesn't hurt. And it's good to be. It's wonderful to be like publicly affirmed for something. Yes. I mean, even this morning I was texting with the guy who works at a record label who's a dear friend of mine. And he was just like, man, this is awesome. And back to work. Yeah, you know, that's it. Right? Because all I can ever control, it's not the success, it's not the result, it's none of that. Like the the, the part that I think I'm responsible for is is the work. Yeah, show up and serve the artist, or serve the song, or serve the band who I'm recording. Whatever it is, like that's yeah. the part that I can control. Yeah, and so so today I'm going to walk out of here yeah. with you, and I'm going to go back to my studio and work on a song that I got feedback on yesterday that needs some work that yeah. isn't quite right yet, yeah. you know? And that's and my that's job. that's my song, dear everybody. Right. Yeah, so we got some feedback. You're like, trade out the voice. The, everything's right. great, except the Annie, Annie's singing. The Annie Records song, <laughs> we're, we're, one of the songs we're pretty there on, but song two, Listen, we need some work. With as many artists are writing books, I think I need to turn the tables. That's, yes. Right? Where's the Annie record? Where's the Annie record? Come Kane on. and I talk about me writing a song with them. I just need to like really say it to them. You should do it. I should do it. Everybody, they're all coming in over here. Everybody would want to listen there. to that song. Not me singing, but I would be. it would be fun. Listen, well, maybe you should sing. I <laughs> I'm a great alto too. Do you know that about me? Come on. Bring me in at that low alto or that high tenor. 
I am the here. high tenor. I can find a harmony. The Listen. song, the song isn't. You know, altos are underloved, underappreciated. I if am you the got human a choir, French horn. If you got a choir, you mute the alto. It's like what happened? Yes, that's right. It feels like it loses its. All um, the fullness went away. That's exactly right. That's how I feel too. Okay, let me think. What else I need to know? Anybody win last night that you were just like? So Anne, you were just over the moon for Anne. I was over the moon for Anne. Yeah. Was she excited? She was so excited. She was so excited, and also was able to like honor her and in her performance she did this but like did it, she sing my jesus sing my jesus yeah and then she had a great moment where brooke lidgerwood came on stage with her and they oh, sang part of what a beautiful name which yeah. has a significant part in Anne's story yeah that's right that's how and, it all started yeah and so that was beautiful and Anne was over the moon that brooke agreed oh, to sure, do that and and sure. it, it was it was beautiful yeah so i was so happy for her and she was able to kind of honor her brother yes. who she lost yes in her in her speeches and and then I'll say too, like Cece Winans won a few things last night. Oh yeah, that's the one someone told me. Someone said Cece won Artist of the Year. Or Man, something. and just like gracious and. I mean, when's the last time she won a Dove Award? I don't know. It's it's I I don't know. It it might be more recent than I think. Yeah. But but, but she had a big year this year, yes. and it's someone who hasn't been in the market in the same way for yes. a few years. Yes. And believe for it, that song won Song oh, of the Year. <gasps> Did it? Yes, and wow. it's great. And, and you know, Dwan. my friends Kyle and Dwan and Mitch <laughs> wrote that song with CC, and so it was it was great. Like it, we got to get Dwan on here. I you got to get Dwan so much. Come on, you know Dwan. he's the worship pastor at Crosspoint now. I do. So he yes. is like he is making some moves for us at yes. church. Yes, he's awesome. he's a he's a wonderful human. Who's have like you been a part of the, the choir thing he's doing the choir room? I have. Well, no, but I, I I've been like watching the Instagrams because yeah. I think it's so good. It's so cool. For friends listening, it's just this thing Dwan does in Nashville where he's like, if y'all want to come learn these four parts, we're just going to sing. Just going to sing. And there's like hundreds of people that show up and it's yep. beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So Dwan won for so Song, Song of the Year. Dwan won Song of the Year. But yeah, I think it's just great. Like even just thinking about the kingdom of God as a whole where the, the entertainment businesses, and this is, this is true for Christian music too sometimes, we really value... Sometimes youth is overvalued, yes, I think. Yes. And it's great when people who are older and have been doing it a long time are, are then like reaffirmed yes, by the community. Yes, yes, um, Seeing Toby perform last night, which was awesome. His song called The Goodness is like oh, one man. of my favorite songs of the year. His new um, album. It's great. It's he, great. And he's so good. And Did he and, win anything for it? I bet it's too young. It's, it's too not young. This yeah, I, I bet he'll win a bunch he'll of things next year. He'll just win next year. Yeah. yeah. Youth is not bad, <laughs> yeah. but neither is age yes. and yes. wisdom and yes. experience. And I think and perseverance. Like, yeah. So, it, you know, I like when artists who have been doing it a long time, like I said, kind of get reaffirmed yeah. and go like, man, yeah, that's yeah. that piece of work you made was great. Yes. Anyway, so that stood out to me, yes. the CC thing for sure. And yeah. Yeah. Who did win pop contemporary album, if not Kane or Anne? For King of Country. Always. Gosh. They're really good. I made a good record. They they, uh, yes. they won for a couple video awards too, which yeah. were which they do insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're incredible. You know, they're really good. Yeah, I love them. I'm so glad. I love when they win. They are so gracious in their speeches and very thoughtful. They're one of the ones that have done this long enough mm -hmm. that they go, "It's okay if we don't win, but if we do, here's what we're gonna say." Yeah, right. And and what matters. Yep. I feel like. Joel does it well, but Luke feels like a just a preacher. A well of wisdom. Yes, yeah. And they're really it. intentional about the art they make and the way yeah. they do their 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 records and their shows. Yeah, and, you know, I think there's a lot in their intentionality that yes. all artists can learn from. Yeah. But I can learn from. Yeah. Did you Kane know? win anything? Kane did not win anything. Okay, they're still the most wonderful. Oh gosh, I I. Door them so hard. That's, that's the thing, and I said this and again fifteen minutes ago for our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> the the I, I even on even on the other side of like winning a few things, I really do think, and I can say this even more authoritatively now that like there is a reality to being nominated that's actually maybe still the most affirming thing. Uh -huh. That like out of a, a sea of things. Yes. A group of people went, these are the five we're going to... Yeah. And then at the a point where it's like, well, now out of five, we're going to choose one. Again, I'm really grateful. It's super encouraging to win something like Producer of the Year. Yes! But I think I My think the, the bigger thing is... I, still, the bigger thing is like, yeah. you're in this 
subgroup that was narrowed down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel that about my K-loves I've lost to go like of all the books that came out that year, I was one of the five. A hundred percent. And of all the podcasts in the world. Right. And the first time y'all have ever had the award available. Yeah. This was one of the five. Yeah. Like, but- that is that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And and of course you want to win. Of course like all that stuff can still be true. That's right. But like in terms of how does it influence like how does it influence the work you do going forward? Yeah. It it uh, you know, it's like Losing didn't make me stop. No. Any more than no, winning would have made no. me go. Well, then I should do an extra one every week. Yeah, no. <laughs> you just it's just like, man, apparently and and you know, it's like we as creatives are constantly like criticizing ourselves and wondering if we're any good at all and moments where you where a community of artistic people kind of affirm uh-huh. Oh, you're you're one of these five things. Uh-huh. It's it's the shot in the arm that makes you go, okay, then let's go fight the battle again. And yes. Like, yes. Wonder if this book I'm writing on is any good. Yes. Or like or go fix a song. Like I said, I'm about to go fix a song. Yeah. The first version of what I turned in, the the person at the label I work with, and he was totally right, was like, mm, this needs this isn't quite right yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, go do the work. Yeah. You know? Gosh, that's awesome. Uh, Jeff, I can't, I can't believe it. And I cannot believe it. Producer of the year. Yeah. How do we title the podcast? Because now I can't say producer of the year, Jeff Pardo, because then it'll be a spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, I don't we're just know. Gonna have to, we're just going to have to say Jeff Pardo and what could have happened at the Doves. There you go. And it'll be. Producer of the year question mark. Produ- <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time we get here, everyone's like exclamation, exclamation point. point. He is the producer of the year. Oh, what a dream, man. Thank you for inviting us into this on both sides. That yeah. Had, that was really vulnerable and genuine of you to let us hear you before and make the deal to hear you after without knowing. Yeah. And yeah. you won some and you lost some. So yeah, you are totally. showing up fully and I'm happy for Franny. I'm happy for Anne um, and for you, dude. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> Producer of the year. Okay, let's just so go. Good. Let's go. Let's get back to work. Back to work. Keep making it. We'll do it again. Oh, friends, wasn't that the most fun? Can you believe it? Jeff is the best. He is the producer of the year. Three Dove Awards. It's absolutely incredible. I, I mean. I, I listen. Our whole team was so moved by the whole experience. We just loved having him in here. Jeff was so honest and and thoughtful and vulnerable with us. And I don't know that we've ever gotten to do a show. We haven't ever done a show like this where we had such a like um, reveal on the pod. It was awesome. So hey, be sure to follow Jeff on social media. He's on Instagram. Tell him all the congratulations and tell him how much we love him. And uh, listen, also. I learned a ton in this conversation about what perseverance looks like, what commitment looks like. I'm just like blown away by Jeff Pardo. What an absolute hero. What a great dude. Okay, if y'all need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Smiling ear to ear, cheering for my friend Jeff. I'm Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. I'm just the happiest. Y'all go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. And today what sounds fun to me is knowing that you are going to congratulate our friend Jeff. I cannot wait to see what his internet looks like today when y'all say hi to him and congratulate him on all the wins. Y'all have a great day. Have a great weekend. And we will see you back here on Monday with one of our favorite Broadway stars, Double Name Witches, and now a Hallmark movie star. Jenna Claire Mason Moffat is here on Monday for a special Halloween show that is mostly about Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) Y'all have a great weekend. Congratulations, Jeff Pardo. And we will see y'all on Monday.